Awesome. Let's give him a good Bendale welcome to this pulpit again tonight. God bless you. Appreciate you, brother. Amen. Come on, I wanted you to give that to the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Anybody's thankful for his goodness? Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, uh, come on, I wonder, would you lift your voice like a trumpet? God, I thank you. God, there's nobody like you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. There's truly no place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I said, there's truly no place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. In his presence, amen, anything is possible. Anything can happen. No matter how you've come feeling tonight, I believe with all my heart that you can leave here tonight different than the way you've come. I believe if you may have come seeking and searching, but you can leave here tonight finding that which you were looking for, knowing that God is all I need. God is everything. God is my all in all. Amen. We don't need to put our confidence in anything else. Amen. But we need to put our confidence in Jesus. Amen. And his ability, his power, his goodness, his might. Amen. And I believe with all my heart that God's going to do something great here in the house of the Lord. Anybody believe that with me tonight? Amen. If you have your Bibles, Ephesians chapter 6. Amen. Beginning with verse number 10. Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse number 10. Amen. I begin to feel this uh, today in my spirit. Amen. And uh, tried to uh, get it out. Amen. you Preachers know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you, you just you try to put it down, and you just hope, okay, well, God, you're just gonna have to help us, Amen. And so that's what we want to hear tonight. I don't I don't want to perform for you, Amen. But I want the anointing of the Holy Ghost to have its way in this house. I said I want the anointing of the Holy Ghost to have its way in this house, Amen. Ephesians chapter six verse ten says, "Finally, my brethren." Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Somebody say his might. Amen. You can try it all day long of your own abilities, but you'll never get anywhere. But try it in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your lawns girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Amen. Paul wants the church at Ephesus to realize you got to be strong. But you got to be careful what you put your confidence in. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down? I wonder, would you stretch your hands up toward heaven one more time all across this sanctuary? I wonder, would you begin to pray for the Lord to touch your heart, to touch your mind, 
God, I humbly prepare myself, God. I want to receive from you tonight. Uh, God, anoint every ear to receive your word tonight, every ear to hear. Uh, come on, in the name of Jesus. Uh, I said, in the name of Jesus, you're begotten by the word of God. Uh, come on, you can be set free by the power of the word of God. Uh, Lord Jesus, I humbly come before you. I pray that you'd empty me of myself, my own ideas, uh, my own opinions, Lord, and I pray that you'd fill me with your holy anointing. God, use me as a tool, uh, as an instrument in the palm of your hand, God, touch every man, woman, boy, and girl that's in this house tonight, God. Lord, I pray, God, that you would allow us to see your power, that you would allow us to see your glory in this house, God. Lord, that it's not of our own abilities, but it's by you and because of you. God, if we're going to have victory, it's going to only be because of you, God. Help us, Lord. God, I know that it is your anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. It is your anointing that lifts the heavy burden off the shoulders of your people. God, open up the prison doors to them that are bound, God. Bind up the brokenhearted. Uh, set every captive soul free. Uh, and if any good thing would happen in this house tonight, Lord, uh, let it be said it was because of your anointing. Uh, I wonder what somebody shouting to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Would you begin to call on the name of Jesus? I said, I wonder would you call on the name of Jesus? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Salvation is in that name. Deliverance is in that name. There is no other name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say in Jesus' name. I mean, if I lost a little weight, that might be a little easier. Amen. Feels like a straight jacket taking it off sometimes. Amen. I want to speak to you what the Lord laid on my heart today in prayer. Amen. In the power of his might. In the power of his might. Amen. I know I said this the other, uh, I believe it was last Sunday morning. Amen. But I, I really do not feel that I will be here very long tonight. But I just want the Lord to have his way in this house. Is that all right with you? Amen. In the power of his might. Paul has written this letter to the church at Ephesus. And at the end of the letter, he wants to remind them to be strong. But not only does he want to remind them to be strong, but he wants them to put their confidence in something other than themselves. He wants them to put their confidence in God Almighty. He said, be strong in the Lord. Uh, not in what you can do of your own abilities. Not in what you can accomplish by yourself. Uh, but be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Uh, this church at Ephesus was a church that knew what it was like uh, to experience spiritual warfare. This was a church that knew what it was like uh, to go through trouble. This was a church that knew what it was like uh, to be opposed by the adversary. Uh, oh, they knew what it was like to be in the thick of the battle. Uh, and for Paul himself to have to stand firm uh, and to go to war in the spirit. Uh, I wonder if anybody here tonight that understands uh, the importance of spiritual warfare. Uh, there are things that we wrestle against. There are things that we fight against. Uh, and it's important that we uh, put a mark on those things and realize I'm not fighting my brother. Uh, I'm not fighting my 
my sister, but there's some things in the spirit. There's a war going on within myself. There's a battle going on for control. Can I tell you what the adversary would love to do? He would love to shut down what is going on here in the house of the Lord. He would love to shut down the power of God as it begins to move and flow and work and reach beyond these four walls. But I've come to serve the devil. Notice tonight in the house of the Lord that we are standing on a strength that goes beyond ourselves. We're standing on a confidence that goes deeper than our own abilities. It goes deeper than what we can accomplish on our own. But we are standing in the power of his might. We are standing on his word and on his strength. It's not of ourselves, but it's of God. Amen. Paul tells of the struggle at Ephesus in 1 Corinthians 5, uh, 15 and 32. He says, if after the manner of men I have fought with beasts at Ephesus, what advantage, what advantage is it me if the dead rise not? Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Paul was dealing with some spiritual wickedness that was in some high places at Ephesus. He likened it unto natural beasts. He said, I was fighting with those beasts. No, this was not natural animals that he was dealing with, but this was war in the spirit. This were beasts that were trying to devour what God was doing in the spirit. These were beasts that were trying to come in and leave false doctrine behind. These were beasts that were trying to come in and say there is no resurrection. There is no hope for a life eternal. But I've come to let you know here in the house of the Lord tonight, it matters what you do with your life on this earth because there is a resurrection. There is a God whose name was Jesus, that he was crucified, and yes, he died, but on the third day, he rose again, and I believe in the power of the resurrection. One day I'll close my eyes in death, but one day God will raise me up. There is life after death. There is an eternity. There is a heaven and there is a hell. And we're going to preach it until Jesus comes. We're going to preach it. It doesn't matter what the enemy says. It doesn't matter what the devil says. We're going to preach the truth of the word of God. Paul was dealing with people, and I'm sure you've dealt with them in your own life, that lived their life like there was no heaven and there was no hell. Let's eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Let's do what we want to do. Don't put any boundaries on my life. Don't try to tell me what I can and cannot do. I'm going to live it the way I want to live it. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. The sad thing is you got to take into account what you do in this life matters to God. The decisions you make in this life matter to God. And it doesn't matter how many beasts rise up. We've got to proclaim it. We've got to let you know, hey, I'm not against you, but I'm against that wicked spirit. It will try to convince you. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how you act. I've come to tell you under the fear of God. It matters 
what you do with your life. Paul said if there was no resurrection, it would all be in vain. Why stand up and fight if there is no eternity? Why stand up and fight if there is no heaven and there is no hell? But Paul said, I'm not in this thing for myself, but I'm fighting a good fight of faith. I've made up my mind. I'm not going to stand in my own abilities, but I'm going to stand in the power of his might. And you got to put on. I said, you got to put on the whole armor, not just a little bit. Not just pick and choose what parts of it you want, but Paul said, put it all on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul said it's important that you fall in love with the whole armor of God. Because we, we are in a wrestling match. Paul said, I, I ain't fighting in vain. I know what I'm fighting for. Paul said, I, I'm not just swinging in the air. I know what I'm up against. I know that I'm fighting against some spiritual wickedness. I know I'm dealing with some things that's trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Oh, I cannot tell you in the house of the Lord, there are some spirits, there are some lies that would love to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. That's why you got to step out of your own ideas. That's why you got to step out of your own abilities. That's why you got to step out of your own knowledge and your own understanding and begin to lean on Him and say, God, I want to stand in the power of your might. Hey, on my own, I can be defeated. On my own, I can be brought down. But when I stand in the power of his might, I'm an overcomer. When I stand in the power of his strength, I can do it in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Paul said, take what God has given you and put it to use. Take what God has blessed you with and say, I'm going to fall in love with it. When you see me suited up for battle, I want to make sure that I got on the belt of truth. I want to make sure that I'm standing on the word of God and not my own ideas, not my own philosophy. Not what makes me feel good about myself. Hey, but the truth sometimes, it goes against the grain. It goes against, it doesn't taste so sweet sometimes. Hey, but even if it's bitter, God, help me to swallow it down. Help me to take it like some good medicine and say, Lord, it's not meant to destroy me. Even if it's a little bitter, it's meant to make me better. It's meant to make me stronger. It's meant to give me strength to face another day. Find me with the breastplate of righteousness. Shoes, the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, that helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit. I don't want to just pick and choose and say, you know what, I think I'm going to use this today. But I want everything God's got for me. I want the whole armor of God. 
If God wants me to be righteous, God, help me to guard my heart with righteousness. God, if you want me to spread the good news, help me to put the gospel upon my feet. Oh, like a good pair of shoes and carry it to the world and let them know, hey, here's something that'll keep you. When the going gets tough, here's something that'll protect you. When the going gets tough, hey, when you feel like there's only chaos in your life, here's the gospel. Here's the good news that'll bring you out. Hey, when the enemy's shooting at you, when the enemy's trying to take you down, there's a shield of faith that you can lift up and you can fend off all the fiery darts of the enemy. You can stand in the midst of fire and say, God's on my side. Hallelujah. I tell you, you'll crumble. You'll break under the pressure of it if you try to stand of your own ability. But when you've done all you can do to stand, stand therefore, having your lawns girt about with the belt of truth. He goes on to mention all the other armor pieces, um, all the other parts of the armor. And can I tell you something here tonight under the anointing of the Holy Ghost? It's not by your own power that you're going to stand. It's not by your own abilities that you're going to stand. But it's going to be because you line up with the Word of God. It's going to be because you fall in love with the Word of God. It's going to be because you lay aside everything else. Every weight and the sin that does so easily beset you. That that weight and that sin that boxes you in. That hems you in and keeps you locked up. Hey, it's time to lay those things aside and say God's looking for a fighter. God's looking for a warrior. God's looking for men and women that are going to stand in the power of his might. If you're going to overcome the devil in this day and age, it's going to be by the power of his might. If you're going to overcome sin, it's going to be in the power of his might. If you're going to overcome failure and addiction, it's going to be in the power of his might. Ooh, hallelujah. It's God's strength. It keeps us standing. It's God's strength when, when we're going through the fire and the world's looking at us and they're wondering how they're still smiling, how they're still standing after all that. They ought to be bitter. Oh, they ought to be angry. They ought to be living a life full of depression and anxiety. I've come to tell you, I'm not here standing because I'm a good person. I'm not here standing because I had it all figured out, but I'm still standing because I had a power that was greater than me. I'm still standing because I put my confidence in a God that keeps those that trust in him. First John 4 and 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now I believe John was trying to make us realize just how small we really are. Ye are of God, little children. It's important that we realize I can't do it by myself. I'm like a little, little child that needs my daddy. I'm like a little child that I, when I get in trouble, I call on a higher power than myself. I'm like a little kid when the bully tries to push me around. I begin to let him know, hey, hey you ought to meet my daddy. You're... 
Bible says, you ought to meet my father. I've come to tell you, God puts us in a place where we depend on him and we can call on him and we stand in the power of his might. Hallelujah. You have God, little children, and I've overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Can I tell you the only way you're going to overcome this world is by having him on the inside of you. The only way you're going to overcome this world is that when you're standing, you're not standing on your own confidence, but you're standing in his power. You're standing because he's on the inside of you. And hell tries to throw you around. And lies try to beat you down. And this world tries to stand on top of you. But you just keep shaking the world off. You you keep shaking the lies off. And you keep standing. When the smoke settles. And when the dust settles and the smoke clears. You'll still be standing. Why? Because you got something greater in you. I said you got something greater in you. Hey the world didn't give it. And the world can't take it from you. The world didn't give it. And the world can't strip you of it. You got to stand. In the power of his mind. I don't fight under my own strength, but I fight in the power of his might. I don't stand of my own ability, but it's because of him that I'm still here. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. Paul said, and he, speaking of Jesus, said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and in reproaches and necessities and persecutions in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Paul got a hold of the revelation that said when I'm the weakest, that's when God can be most powerful in my life. Because when I realize I have no ability to overcome this thorn in my flesh, I have no ability to handle this on my own, but that's when I'm listening for God to say my grace is sufficient for thee. Hey, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. I've come to declare in this house, if you want God to have more power in your life, you first got to get to the end of yourself for God to have true control in your life. That's when you got to be the weakest that you've ever been for his power to take root in your life. Paul said, but I'm weak. That's when I'm really strong. Because I realize my help isn't in myself. But I'm standing, I'm depending upon a higher power. It's in the power of his might. Oh, we serve a God that is mighty. We serve a God that stands undefeated in battle. We serve a God that has never once been defeated. He's never once all been destroyed. Oh, but he is standing victorious over every lie. Victorious over every spirit. Victorious over every trick of the adversary. We serve a God that is able yet even more than able hey with God nothing shall be impossible I want to preach some faith into somebody tonight and tell you you got to stand in the power you got to stand in the power of his might step out of your own ideas step out of
your own abilities and step into the power of his might. Hallelujah. When I'm weak, God's working on me. When I'm weak, He's equipping me with the power that I need to stand victorious. When I'm at the end of my rope and I feel like all I'm doing is holding on and I'm talking to God saying, Lord, remove this thorn from me. Take this from me. Take this anguish from me. Take this broken heart from me. Oh God, take this problem that I have. But God said, that's all right. I'm not going to leave you where you are. But my grace is more than enough for you. I've come to tell you God's grace is more than you can handle. God's grace is more than enough to deal with the problems in your life. God's grace is more than enough to handle what the enemy has attacked you with. God's grace is more. I said it's more than enough. You might as well stand up not in your own strength but in the power. I said in the power of his mind. I don't want to stand because I think I've got it all figured out. But I want to trust. I said I want to trust in the Lord, in the power of his might. I wonder would you set your hands up toward heaven all across the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 God, help me to step out of my own strength, to step into your strength. Help me to step out of my own abilities and say, God, I'm putting my confidence in you. Psalms 124 verse 8 says, Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Oh, that was David that penned those words. Can I tell you, he understood better than anybody where his help came from. He understood that my help is in the name of the Lord. He understood that when I call upon the name of the Lord, God's going to be there with me. When I lift up my voice and call on that name that's above every name, he's going to come see about me. Can I tell you, he'd already tried it and found God faithful. He'd already tried it and realized, hey, God is my helper. God is my defense. I want to tell somebody, you might as well just go ahead and call on the name of the Lord. You might as well put your confidence in him. If you're going to ever beat Goliath, it's going to be in the name of the Lord. If you're ever going to overcome, it's going to be in the name of the Lord. If you're ever going to pray through, it's going to be by calling on the name of the Lord. If you're ever going to have peace in your life, it's going to be when you call on the name of the Lord. If you're ever going to pay your vows, it's going to be because you called on the name of the Lord. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous runneth into it, and it David understood my victories are not because I'm good enough but he understood I've got victory because of my approach toward the battle I have victory in my life because of the way I go about fighting this fight who can I tell you I would love to take your eyes off of yourself and put your eyes on Jesus. I would love to take your eyes off of your own 
frustrations that you're dealing with and put them on Jesus. Oh, I said, and put them on Jesus. Oh, because in the name of the Lord, you can have victory. In the name of the Lord, you can have deliverance. In the name of the Lord, you can stand. I said, in the name of the Lord, you can stand flat-footed and say, hey, God's on my side. And if God be for me, who can be against me? Hey, go ahead and name yourself, devil. Go ahead and name yourself, you foul, dirty spirit. But in the name of of Jesus, I will overcome. In the name of the King of Kings, I will be victorious. I don't have to bow down. I said I don't have to bow down to sin. I don't have to bow bow down to depression. I don't have to bow down to those spirits that say I'm not good enough. But in the name of Jesus, I'm going to stand in the power of his might. Hallelujah. You can be seated. David said in 1 Samuel 17, 45-46, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. Now David, list this out. This is what you got. This Goliath, this is where you put your confidence. You've put your confidence in your ability with your sword. You've put your confidence in your ability with your spear, and your ability with your shield. That's how you come to me. Oh, but I come to thee. In the name of the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day into the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. David had so much confidence in God that he didn't just see Goliath but he looked beyond Goliath and said I want to go ahead and let all your friends know something Goliath not only am I going to feed your carcass to the birds of the air but all the hosts of the Philistines we're about to give the fowls of the air a feast because the same God that's going to deliver you into my hand is going to deliver everyone like you into my hands I've come to tell you it might be Goliath today it might be somebody else tomorrow but whatever your giant is whatever your situation is you need to approach it in the name I said in the name it's above every name in the name of the Lord hey I'm not coming to you with my sling I'm not coming to you with my talents when I'm coming in the name in the name of the Lord I'm coming to you in the power of his mind. I wonder if somebody lift your voice, lift your hands right now across this house. Hallelujah. I come to you in the name. I said I come to you in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's men and women in this house tonight. The enemy has told you you've come as far as you're going to go. This is your stopping point. You're not going to win another battle. You're not going to triumph again. But I've come to tell you, just keep standing. 
Oh, I said, I come to tell you, just keep standing. And when you've done all you can do to stand, hey, just keep standing in the power of his might. Hey, look around and make sure, hey, I'm armored up with God. I'm armored up with the things of God. My confidence is not in this world. My confidence is not in my wallet. It's not in my bank account. It's not in how many miles is on my truck. But I tell you where my confidence is. My confidence is in the Lord. Hey, and when I come and face my giants, I'm not facing them in my own name, but I'm reaching for a higher power. I said I'm reaching on a higher power. I'm standing. I said I'm standing with confidence in the power of his mind. Zechariah 4, 6, and 7. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Zerubbabel, I want to let you know, you can do it, but it's not going to be in might. It's not going to be in your strength. It's not going to be by your power, but it's going to be by my spirit, saith the Lord. Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Can I tell you, Zerubbabel was a man on a mission. He had his heart set. He had his heart fixed. He had an order. He had a mandate from God that said, Zerubbabel, you're going to build this house. Not only are you going to start it, but you're going to finish it. He said, I want you to realize. God said, I want you to realize, Zerubbabel, you're going to do it, but it's going to be by my spirit. The mountain that has risen up against you, it's trying to tell you you will not do it. Hey, but what that means when it says you're going to lay the headstone thereof, that means you're going to lay that final piece on the, on the temple. You're going to finish the work that you've started. I want to tell somebody here tonight, you've started out living for the Lord, and don't stop until you reach a reward. Don't give up. The mountain says give up. The mountain says stop. The thorn in your flesh says it's never enough, but just keep preaching. Just keep calling on the name of God. Just keep standing in the power of His might. You're not going to finish. You're going to give up. You're going to throw in the towel. Oh, but God said, Zerubbabel, I want you to know you've got, you've got what it takes. Because my spirit's with you. My power is with you. My strength is with you. In spite of that mountain, in spite of that opposition, you're going to finish the work. In spite of what's going on around you, hey, you can make it. You can do it. I want to tell you, you can make it. You can be saved. You don't have to be a backslider. You don't have to be another statistic. You don't have to be another in and outer. But you can find your roots. I say you can find your roots in the house of God. I said that mountain has to come down by the power of His might. No, you can't do it in yourself. You can't do it without prayer. You can't do without fasting you can't do it without consecration but trust in his power 
Matthew 28, 18 says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power. Somebody say, All power. He's given unto me in heaven and in earth. Not just a little. Not just some. But Jesus said, I've got all power. Woo, Revelations 1 and 8. Jesus said, I am Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending, saith the Lord. And can I put this in there? He's all in between. He's the beginning. I said he's the beginning and he's all in the in-between. He'll be with you in the morning, the next morning, and the morning after that. He was with you when you made up your mind and he'll be with you when you draw your last breath. He's the beginning and he is the ending. Oh, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Can I tell you when you're the Almighty, that means that no power left for anybody else but he's almighty he's in control and he knows exactly what he's doing I'm going to stand in the power of his might make their way to the music you can be seated for a few moments David understood I serve a God that's almighty I serve a God that's able. Goliath don't understand. He's not just attacking me, but he's attacking my God. I'm not coming to you with my own abilities, but I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. And David got a hold of that revelation at a young age. That's the first time in the Word of God that that phrase is ever used, that I come to you in the name of the Lord. There's mentions about in the name of the Lord. But David said, not only am I going to use it in my worship, not only am I going to use it around the temple, but I'm going to use it on the battlefield. I'm going to use it in the the everyday grind. Oh, I didn't plan on saying this, but I just felt it in the Holy Ghost. There's some of you, when you're in the house of the Lord, when you're in the temple, there's a lot of in the name of the Lord. And there's a lot of that that's talked about and said about. But what you need to do is grab a hold of His name and carry it with you out in the world. Carry it with you to your home. Carry it with you to your battles and your mind. Carry it with you into your spiritual warfare. And say, it's not just a pretty catchphrase for Pastor more to say. It's not just something good for Brother Ford to say every now and then, but in the battle of my mind, I can call on the name of the Lord and God will make a way. It's more than just our use in worship, but when I'm in battle, I'm going to call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And David got a hold of that. And in Psalms 118, Many, many believe that David wrote this psalm. In verse 8, he says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations can pass me about. Oh, but I love what he said. But in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. David said, I I remember what it felt like to stand in the power of his might before Goliath. Ooh, and now that all nations are compassed around me, 
I'm going to conquer them, not by my abilities, but in the name of the Lord. They compassed me about, yeah. They compassed me about. But in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. That's the second time that David said it. They compassed be about like bees. They are quenched as the fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Can I tell you, it's up to you to put an end to those things that try to bring you down. It's up to you to put an end to those things that try to beset you, that try to surround you. But you're only going to do it in the name of the Lord. You're only going to do it when you stand in the power of His might. We preached about it this morning. There are things that would love no better than to drag you back out to where you came from. But if you're going to overcome, it's going to be in the power of His might. If you're going to overcome, it's going to be because you have a made up mind. that says there's nothing going to take me away from here. Hey, I prayed through in the name of the Lord. I was baptizing. I was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and there is no other name there is no other name but it's at the name of Jesus that every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess I'm going to keep trusting I'm going to keep putting confidence in that name I'll tell you what I feel in my spirit there's some some heavy, heavy spiritual warfare that says I'm going to uproot and I'm going to snatch some away before they ever have time to grow roots. But now is the time to stand in the power of His might. If I ever gave you a word in the house of the Lord, it would be stand in the power of His might. Lean not to your own understanding, but put all of it in all your ways, acknowledge Him. Acknowledge Him on your job. God help me, Jesus. Acknowledge Him in your relationships. God help me, Jesus. God help me, Jesus. You can't build a successful relationship by not acknowledging Jesus in the middle of it. You got to put Jesus right in the middle of everything that you're doing. You got to make it a point. I said, you got to make it a point to show Him some attention. Hallelujah. I wonder, would you lift your hands one more time all across the house of the Lord? David said, Thou hast thrust sore at me that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. Is there anybody that knows where your help comes from tonight? The Lord is my strength and song and is become my salvation. What did Peter and John say? In the book of Acts, they said, neither is there salvation. <laughs> they said, hey, this lame man, he's standing here before you whole. Not because of what we did. Not because me and Brother Ford, we just got that special touch and, and we, we got it figured out how to do it just right. Oh, but I'm telling you, we got something that Simon the sorcerer can't handle. 
Hey, we got something that money can't buy. We got something that the doctors and the lawyers can't bottle up. It's the power of the name of Jesus. I said it's the power of the name of Jesus. God is my song, David said. It's become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. Can I tell you, you can have rejoicing in your home. You can have the sounds of salvation in your home. You can have a new song ringing out in your home that says, God is my deliverer. David said, the right hand of the Lord doth valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doth valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I want to speak life to somebody tonight in the spirit. It's the adversary's will to destroy you, but it's God's will in his mighty name, by his mighty name, hey, to give you power, not of yourself, but power of his spirit, power to stand in his might, power to stand over every adversary, power to be an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. Can I tell you, you started out in the name of the Lord. Why not continue in the name of the Lord? You started out by calling on his name when you were overwhelmed by anxiety. You're overwhelmed by uncertainty of your future. Why not continue in the name of the Lord? Why not get your focus set right on him and say, God, I want a new song in my house. Ooh, God, I want a song of rejoicing that says, God is my salvation. In the name of the Lord, I will destroy those things that try to take me down. In the name of the Lord, I will defy every giant that tries to bring me in some, into submission of the ways of the world. Oh, I'm going to have a move of God in my life. I said, I'm going to have a move of God in my life. I wonder if right now all across this house, if every man, woman, boy, and girl would begin to lift their voice. I wonder, would you begin to call on that name because salvation is in the name of the Lord. Deliverance is in the name of the Lord. A new fresh start is in the name of the Lord. Hey, you conquer your enemy in the name of the Lord. You have peace in the name of the Lord. You have direction in the name of the Lord. You have joy in the name of the Lord. Hey, you've overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. These altars are open right now. I wonder if there's somebody here that would say, I want to call on the name of the Lord tonight. I want to call on that name that's above every name. Because if I'm going to stand, it's only going to be in the power of His might. If I'm going to stand... It's going to be because the name of the Lord is that strong tower. The name of the Lord is a safe place. I come to tell you, you don't have to feel violated in the house of the Lord. You don't have to feel violated in the house of the Lord. It's a safe place. It's a safe place. I said it's a safe place. <laughs> David said better is one day in the house of the Lord than a thousand somewhere else. I don't want to dwell in the tents of the wicked. 
And I want to dwell in a house that has victory. I want to dwell in a place that knows how to call on the name of the Lord. In a place that's not afraid to lift their voice and say, in the name of Jesus, we win. In the name of Jesus, we stand over fear. In the name of Jesus, we stand over sin. In the name of Jesus, we stand over the works of our flesh. In the name of Jesus, we stand triumphant. In the name of Jesus, I will render unto him what I have promised him. In the name of Jesus, I will give of myself. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to stand, not of my own ability, but in the power of his mind. Come on, would you talk to him all across this sanctuary? If you need the Holy Ghost tonight, would you come? If you need to be renewed in your mind, would you come? Come on, this altar is open. Come on, why put it off? Why put it off another day? God, I need you right now. God, I need you right now. Come on, would you come? Come on, would you come? Oh, in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord, I will be saved. In the name of the Lord, I will be clean. In the name of the Lord, I will be triumphant. I see what you're trying to do to me, devil. I see your lies. I see your tricks. I see your deceitfulness. Oh, but in the name of the Lord, God said, I'm free. In the name of the Lord, God said, I can have peace in my life. Come on, as they begin to sing, would you talk to him? As they begin to sing, would you pray? Would you pray? thought I could be what I wanted to be. I thought that I could build on this life sinking sand. But I can't even walk without you holding
can make it through this whole world all alone. I thought of myself as a mighty big man, but I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Oh, Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my Oh, cause a mountain I've got to climb. And every valley I gotta go through. Oh, it's when I get down on my knees. I've gotta learn to stand. Lord, I can't even walk without you. Valley, the valley is too 
a lot on my own. Oh God. I thought I could make it through this whole world all alone. I thought I myself has a mighty big bed. But I can't even walk without you. Without you holding my hand, oh the mountain to hide. You give me strength to climb, and the valley oh, is too high. Come on, call on that name. Call on that name, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.
the meekest man outside of Jesus Christ ever walked upon this earth. The Bible has taught us with Moses. But even Moses didn't want to go to the promised land without the presence of God. He said, I'd rather stay here. Basically, is what he was telling God. In your presence. Than to go to a promised land. Without it. Sometimes to have the presence of God. For it to go with us. That we can slip our hands into that nail scarred hand. I mean, you remember the testimony of Isaac and the preaching he'd done that Wednesday night here. How that sometimes he'll take us by the hand and lead us into places that we really don't want to go. Immediately after the baptism of Jesus in the river of Jordan, one, one writer said he was led, another writer said he was driven into the wilderness where did God put the tabernacle we call it the tabernacle of the wilderness I didn't mention this earlier today it's one, stand, one thing to stand with the crowd and you got the numbers with you and you got the backing. But it's a different ball game whenever you feel like you've got to stand alone. But really, you don't ever have to stand alone. He'll be with you. Now, others may forsake you. Others may even reject you. Others may even war against you. But if we'll just hold on. We need an old-fashioned move in this generation to be willing to stand for what's true and for what's right. Become the pillars in your churches. Become pillars in your community. Become pillars in your families. I'm not leaving. It, it, can, be, it can get rough sometimes. It can get bad sometimes. But there'd be something put inside of us says, no, it's worth the fight. God can solve these problems. God can help us overcome these situations. Just stepping out of this doesn't mean I'm going to be exempt from the others because there's going to be problems in the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. When if you'd have just made your mind up back here and said, hey, I'm going to be the pillar and with the presence of God and the anointing of God, I'm going to win the battle. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on. I'm telling you. The spirits have slipped in to our world and our times. And the spiritual warfare is real. If there's ever been a time that we need to pray for a healthy mind, a renewing of the mind. And watch this. Paul's writings at the Corinthian church says that God would put the will and the desire in us to serve him and live for him. We can't do this on our own. It's against our nature. It's against everything of what we are. That's the reason we must be born again. But that's not enough. Every day you get up, you got to put on that whole armor. Every day you get up, you got to make up in your mind what side of the line I'm going to be on when I finish out today.
I'm going to live for you, God. I'm going to serve you. I'm not telling you it's easy. I'm not telling you that someone morning, some morning you may get up and look at that mountain. You're thinking, oh, my Lord. We kind of like that servant now. They preached the other day. Open his eyes again. Look again. And sometimes that's what you and I have got to do. That's the reason it's so important to be faithful to the house of God. And to visit the house of God on a regular basis. Because it's here that you can get your thinking. If you don't let the enemy and carnality rob you at the house of God. It's here where you can hear things and feel things and get direction. That you're not going to get it any other place. It's here that you can find hope and promises. And that you're not going to find it. But it's here. In the presence of your brothers and sisters coming and joining together. One day this is going to be over with. One day all this is going to be behind us. But if we can just make it, I promise you it's going to be worth whatever you and I had to endure. Because Jesus himself has taught us, he that endures unto the end. The end. The end may be a lot closer than a lot of people realize for the church. Let's hold on. Let's hold on to eternity. That's what we've got a taste of. We've got a taste of eternity. We've got a taste of life hereafter. We, we've, we've, got a, we've, we've experienced a what, little bit of what heaven's going to be like. So let's hold on to it. Let's keep it. I pray for the young men and young ladies of this church. Get their hearts made up. Get their minds settled. God, I'm going to work and provide for my family. God, I'm going to fight for my family. I'm going to plead your blood over them every day. I'm going to call your name over them every day. I'm not going to listen to that devil. I'm not going to listen to the world. I'm going to listen to what the Bible says and what God says. And Our prayers will be heard. And There will be times, and I'm telling you, it's out, of the, it's out of those when you least expect it. It's like the coming of the Lord when you least expect it. Sometimes the enemy comes. If the strong man would have knew what hour he was coming, he wouldn't have let his house got tore up. But nobody knows, but God knows. And with God's presence in our lives, I'm telling you, we'll just let it, let it guide and lead us. and We'll make it. We'll make it. We'll find a strength and a help there that you won't find any other place. A comfort and assurance. It's not by our own power and might, but it's by His Spirit. Praise God. God's been good to us. The Holy Ghost has been, truth has been good to us, folks. Holiness has been good to us. The church has been good to us. Everything that's associated and connected with this has been good to us. Hey Amen. It's always been good. It's never been to the bad. It's been to the good. Everything that book's taught us about separation and giving ourselves is to the good. Huh. Out there is to the bad. Oh, it's a pleasure, but it's for a season. And nobody knows the season. That season can be very short sometimes. Proverb talks about it. Talks about the wicked and the evil. They don't live long. They don't have long lives. It's in there. There's a lot in Proverbs, folks. There's a lot in it. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. You may be seated. Thank you, Brother Rouse, for preaching the word again tonight. We love you. Thank you.
Bless him tonight, his family. Pray for Cruz, just got a little sniffle. Amen, but we want the Lord to touch him because, amen, that in that condition he could, but we're not going to believe it is. We just believe the Lord's going to bless him. But this type of weather can give you troubles, but we want God to bless Cruz and strengthen him even tonight. You've been invited to a rededication, amen, at the church. Uh, it's at Brother Spears' old church. Most of you know it like that in Korea. This coming Thursday and Friday night, the 26th, 27th at 7.30, Elder Tommy Jackson and Elder Michael Wilson will be ministering preaching. It's a sanctuary rededication. You'd like you come look at it. They really done an awesome job. Won't even look like the same place. So I'm going to leave this open for you tonight. If you want to get the address and go be a part of that, that's this coming Thursday and Friday night. Be with us tomorrow night. 6.30 prayer time, 7 o'clock service time. Come, expect a great move of God, a great move of the Holy Ghost among us. Amen. Bring your needs, bring your problems, bring yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Come expecting and looking for a great move of the Holy Ghost and the power of God in this house. Love you tonight. Appreciate you.